friends. You are listening to the Cheetah Print Chats podcast, and I am your host, Jenny. I'm in my mid-40s, child-free, but have three beautiful nieces. I'm a virtual fitness mentor, and I work full-time for a large agricultural company. I have gone through a lot in my life, good and not so good, but all of it has left me with a lot of life lessons that I want to share with you. So every week, I'll be sharing my experiences and pulling out those life lessons in hopes that you'll be able to learn something from me that benefits your life. Let's chat. Hey there. Welcome to another week with me, Jenny, and the Cheetah Print Chats podcast. I had very different plans for today's episode. I was going to talk about another topic, which we will now be discussing next week, so stay tuned. But today I felt led to change it up and talk about something else. And that is sadness, feeling sad, maybe depression. I need to say first and hear this, please. I am not a doctor, nor a psychologist, psychiatrist, counselor, therapist, whatever else. This episode will not replace professional medical advice. Got it? This is my experience and my thoughts and feelings on the matter only. If I hear that any of you took something I said, instead of going to a doctor, I will figure out a way to hunt you down and do something mean, like steal all of your dessert or something. (laughs) Okay, I wanted to lighten the mood a tad, but for real, hear what I say. Know that you're not alone if you feel this way too, but know this is not medical advice in any way. Some of this episode, well, I wrote out some thoughts and I'm going to read through them in a minute because as I told one of my friends, I've been in tear city lately, crying a lot. So talking through this without notes would probably end up with me crying and no one can understand someone that is crying. So I wrote some things out. I will say, I feel like I'm coming out of this quote unquote darkness. So I am in a place where I can share today, but when I'm like super sad, I don't usually want to talk about it. All right, I've stalled long enough, so let's get into it. Now, I don't know why I'm sharing all this because I feel really dumb admitting it and embarrassed. But like I said, I felt led to share, so I am. Because when I feel a pull like that, I can only imagine that it's because someone else really needs to hear something that I have to say. So hopefully whoever needs to hear this is listening. So lately I've been feeling very emotional, very sad, and I am really not sure why. I mean, I have some ideas, but as far as just feeling sad most of the time and not being able to pull or push through it, there is not really a real reason. A few things that have been going on have been making me feel like less than, if that makes sense. Like I come last. If I wanna see people, I have to move my schedule around. There's been a lot of me moving my life around for others versus anyone ever moving their life for me, like I'm not important enough, which on its own can really put someone in a slump. For this situation though, I am trying to remember that people have moved their schedules around for me in the past and probably are now and I just don't know about it. Truth be told though, when people are in a state of sadness or depression, things that may not bother us before really bother us extra during this time. And I think that's part of it. By the way, I am hesitant to use the word depression because in the past I have been diagnosed with it, but not recently. And I don't take this condition lightly. 
Okay, so also, as most of you know, Graham and I lost three of our senior fur babies in the last three years, and I miss them a lot. A little extra, since Mia's, she was our dog, her heaven-versary was just a few days ago, but I still don't think that's what's causing this. I don't think that these two things alone that I mentioned are the reason I have been feeling so down. The slightest thing has me starting to cry. Like, not an ugly cry, but a cry where the tears are really big. And I know some of you know what I mean. I know some of you know the difference. Also, I have so many things that I have to do, that I want to do, but I find myself instead sitting and staring off into space or staring at an object on my desk, just sitting, like not really even thinking about much, although maybe that's a good thing sometimes. Every time I try to sit and not think, my mind is going crazy. So maybe I should see this as a plus, I don't know. But for the last week or so, I have also felt really tired, even with all the pre-workout that I drink. <laughs> my workouts were just feeling exhausting. I wanted to work out when I started the workout, but then was like super not into it before it was even over. And these were short workouts and I love the trainer. I will say I like high intensity workouts. And for the last few weeks, I've been taking it easy just to give my body a break. So that maybe had something to do with it, except that it doesn't make sense as to why I was tired, like I, why I felt tired, because I should have had more energy. But in the last few days, I haven't wanted to work out at all, which if you know me, you know that's pretty serious because I love working out. I never skip my workouts, especially when I'm upset because my workouts help me feel better, always. And I'm even done with my last program, my lower intensity program, so I can start new now with whatever I want. But for the first time in five years, I started a week without a workout plan, and I always have a plan. I choose a program from my fitness app, print out the calendar, print out the tracker sheets, and like, am super excited to start. This week is just different. Right now though, I haven't done a workout outside of hiking in four days. And I know for some of you that does not sound like much, but again, I love my workouts. I only take one rest day at a time, occasionally because I have to for my body to keep going. I don't like rest days, but they are necessary. By the way, that's why I don't like certain programs that tell people to do two workouts a day and never rest. It's like so irresponsible. Anyway, lately too, social media is getting to me when usually it does not. I'll explain. So I share posts, put up videos, stories, sometimes polls about fitness or sometimes polls about food or hair or clothes. And these are getting ignored a lot more lately or not seen. I know many people just don't see my stuff. There's the algorithm, blah, blah, blah. But when people do see my stuff, it's not read or watched. Now I know that sounds really stupid and honestly I can't believe I even shared that because again, it's embarrassing that I even care, but it kind of goes along with not feeling seen or heard. I mentioned that this usually does not affect me though and I'm getting back to that. Actually just saying this out loud has helped me a little bit already, but normally, I focus on the people that do watch my stories and listen to my videos and read my posts because some still do and I do realize not everyone sees everything. By the way, I don't expect people to check my pages every day. I know people are busy. Unless you're in my accountability group, then yes, get in there and see the daily post because it will help you. Okay, I wanted to remind you too that if you're letting social media affect you negatively due to comparison, please remember that it is a highlight reel. I get on social media. In my pajamas, I share 
when I'm struggling with something or something didn't go my way or I miss a goal, and some others do too, but most don't. Most people share with you what they want you to see. So please don't compare your real life with the life that someone else wants to share with you, they're, where they're only sharing the good parts and the filtered parts. In saying that though, on my hardest days, I guess I really don't talk about it. I talk about like medium hard days. <laughs> okay, so let's actually talk about that. The hardest days. I'm not sure I want to talk about it, but it's important, especially for those of you who think it's just you. Some days I feel like if I was not here, it would just be easier. Your life gets hard. Now, before I go on, I'm not thinking of leaving this earth. Please don't be concerned. I love Graham and Bitsy, my cat, and my family way too much to do that to them, and I want to stay. But I will say, there are still some dark days. But when people are feeling those darker days, their minds aren't working right. It's like the devil takes over your brain and it's not you. I've had some really hard days. And I know some of you have as well, whether you'll admit it or not. But here's the kicker and why this is so scary. When people have harder days, those dark days where you feel like you can't go on, they're really easy to hide, especially on social media. Even if you're face to camera, you just gather yourself and hop on and share a quick message with a smile and hop off. Everyone thinks you're fine, like it's a normal day. Or when you're sending a message, throw a smiley face and some exclamation points in there and you're good. Even in real life, people fake being okay all the time. I know you've seen things that say like people fake depression. No, sorry. <laughs> people don't fake depression. They fake being okay. And it's so true. Because as I mentioned, for many, these feelings, especially when they seem to be for no reason, are embarrassing. I told you I felt dumb for sharing all this. Yet here we are because I know someone else needs to hear it. I hope this helps someone anyway. Again, this is not to worry about me. I'm fine or I will be. But I want people to know you're not alone and you should not feel dumb or embarrassed, even though that's really hard. <laughs> I think this is pretty normal, unfortunately, especially after COVID. I mean, we all went through a huge life-changing event, no matter your thoughts on it. The world changed for a few years. It's still changing. We're still getting used to a new life. I know I can say all day to not feel shame around feelings of sadness or other things, but I know it's easier said than done. And I wish I could tell you how to get past that, but hopefully knowing you're not alone helps a little bit. That brings me to another point, going through this alone. I do it. I know my family and friends are gonna be really mad about this if they listen to this podcast, but I don't tell them when I'm struggling. And part of it is because I feel embarrassed. Part of it is that everyone is going through life and I don't know if they can emotionally take me on. Part of it is that I don't want to feel like a pity case. Most of it though, is that I don't want to talk about it, which makes those dark days even harder probably. It would probably benefit all of us to talk through it, to talk about it, but we don't want to, which is another reason we hide it. So we don't have to talk about it, and so no one will ask. That's part of why I keep saying though that I am gonna go to therapy, but I haven't. I will say though that I want therapy more for anxiety. I worry way more than a normal person should to the point that, I, that affects what I do or don't do. Like I always see the worst case scenarios. Anyway, finding a therapist to begin with is a daunting task for me anyway. Like who do you go to first of all? And then who do you go to that you could afford? I actually reached out to my works HR about free therapy, but there's still the choice of who 
And then even after we find a therapist we can afford, what if we end up not vibing with them and have to like start over? But for me, besides trying to choose and then actually like leave my house to go to another doctor, because I don't know if you notice those of us over 40, it seems like we live at the doctor, like all kinds of cancer screenings, allergies, joint troubles, regular physicals. Anyway, my biggest hang up is actually saying out loud what I go through or what bothers me. Even though I know talking about it will help, the thought of saying it out loud to someone else is really scary. I know some of you understand what I mean. I really do truly believe though that therapy should be something everyone does and I don't believe we'll ever heal without it. I wanted to mention on that note though that there are some things that I do to help myself and if you're struggling and not doing any of this, try one of them or all of them. Again, this is not medical advice, this is what I do. One, I work out. I won't get into the science behind all this, but working out is a stress reliever, if nothing else. But it is a lot more, of course. Doing something for yourself and your health is always a good thing. Pray. Pray to whatever higher power you believe in and pray a lot. Just talk to them in your head wherever you are. I also try to get outside a lot, even if it's just a walk around the block. We need the sun. We need the fresh air. The movement helps too. Walking is totally underrated. But even going to sit outside in silence or read can help. I journal. This is something that sometimes feels to me like a temporary relief, but a relief nonetheless. It makes me feel lighter to get my thoughts out on paper. I feel like when I don't write them out, they just weigh me down. I want to do an episode all about journaling one day, but if you want to start, grab a pen and a notebook or use your computer and just start writing about what's bothering you. Or Start by writing about what you've been up to lately or write about something that made you smile or made you proud or made you grateful. Or maybe write out your goals and your dreams, like your real dreams, your big dreams that you keep hidden because you don't think they can happen. Spoiler, by the way, they can happen. If you don't have any goals or dreams on that note, get some. Even if it's just learning how to do something new for now, find something to put your focus on. Okay, off track. But lastly, I do want to start therapy. And if you want to start, let's do it together. I mean, not in the same room, but we can start and just know that again, we are not alone. I'm going to end this here, but please, no one send the police to my home. I am safe. Some of your friends and family may not be though, especially the ones who truly look happy and like they have it all together. Like they may not be happy at all. Like I said, we're really good at hiding stuff. Maybe not me anymore since I just told you all this but you know what I mean. (laughs) And as I mentioned earlier, I am in a place where I feel like I can talk about it right now. When I'm going through the harder days, I wouldn't be talking about it. I've struggled with what we can do to help our loved ones if they don't let us know they're struggling and say that they're okay if we ask. And I don't really have that answer. I don't really know that answer. Just be sure your friends and family know that if they are ever going through a hard time or struggling with, with life, that you are there for them and want to hear about it. In saying that though, be careful that you don't take on the role as therapist. That's too much for anyone. That's why there are trained therapists. Be there for your loved one, but be sure there are some boundaries in place. I know that is a conflicting message, but well, let's just say this and hopefully it's more clear. For example, I have the capacity to be there for a loved one who needs to talk. I have the capacity to help them get the help that they need, but I do not have the capacity to be their only help. Does that make sense? Okay, so my main point in sharing 
all this again is that I want you to know that you are not alone if you've ever or are experiencing feelings of extreme sadness or worse. It's not just you and me either. It's a lot of people, unfortunately. It's just that, again, we hide it. So no one knows how truly common it is. So help yourself with some of the tips I mentioned, but get therapy too. Get medicine if needed. There's no shame in that. You take medicine for headaches and you're fine with it, right? Medicine for mental health is fine too. Love and hugs for real. Not many people listen to my podcast yet. So if you're hearing this, I appreciate you more than words can express. I hope this helped you in some way, even if it's just that you now realize someone you love may not be as good as they lead on. Please share this episode so more can listen. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you loved this episode, please leave me a review and invite your friends to chat with us by sharing this podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. They'll drop every Wednesday. As always, reach out anytime. You can find me on Instagram at Jenny302, that's J-E-N-I and the numbers 302, or you can email me at cheetahprintchats at gmail.com. I can't wait to chat more with you.